Coming up, we're talking black helicopters in the work area. Josh Reich going back to back at Florence. Brett Marks beating Kyle Larson yet again. Uh, and a whole lot more coming up this weekend. Let's go. Today is Friday, July 1st, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. In case you missed it yesterday, the Flow Racing Mav TV Plus deal was finally announced. If you want to know more uh, about what to expect and my thoughts, check out the instant reaction video I did yesterday. That show is also available in the podcast feed. In the last 24 hours, I've seen a lot of your thoughts and comments about the deal, and it's been interesting to see kind of the differing opinions. There seems to be some thought that at some point, Flow will probably raise their subscription price. And that might be true, and I think how it may have been eventually true anyway without this deal, but if it does go up, I don't see it being a significant rise. We're at 150 bucks for the year right now for Flow Racing, and even a 10% bump would only push us to like $165, so don't expect anything drastic on that front, even if it happens. Also, you're going to continue to see, and we have seen already here in the last 24 hours, uh, and, and hear people talk about the streaming affecting attendance at racetracks. We've talked about that on this show, and it continues to be a, a talking point for some people. But remember that we're in a pretty crazy time right now with high inflation, the rising fuel prices, uh, and just general uncertainty about the economy. Obviously, uh, unless you live under a rock, you know that that's all been going on. So if there are really issues with attendance, some are conveniently leaving out those other factors when they talk about this stuff. And outside of anecdotal stories that don't really mean anything, there's very little actual evidence right now about this. I have literally seen no data. And I don't care about your buddies, sisters, cousins, dads, next door neighbor who stayed home from the track to watch the race on Dervish. And that means nothing to me. It's easy and incredibly lazy to blame the streaming services. As I've said before, very few dirt tracks are pushing the at-track experience forward and innovating. And until they are, the complaints about one camera broadcast keeping people from your racetrack are just going to fall on deaf ears with me. And before, uh, before we move on to other things, I did want to briefly talk about time in the work area. I've had some comments about this recently, and I've seen some social media posts uh, about this, about kind of the time in the work area that certain teams get at sprint car events. It's important to remember that in most cases, and you know, if you talk about the World of Outlaws or the All-Stars, teams are, gar are guaranteed two minutes to work on their cars before halfway, but that is not the limit. It's, it's not two minutes, period. Uh, it's guaranteed two minutes. If lineups are still trying to be set or track work is ongoing or there are other cars that eventually show up in the work area, that two minutes could extend well beyond. So think about one car comes into the, two, uh, into the work area, they get their two minutes. Well, then they're still trying to clean up a crash. Then another car is brought in, you know, 30 seconds or a minute later from that crash. Now they get their two minutes. So that's going to extend the time that that first team got. Uh, it's not a conspiracy that certain drivers are getting favored or whatever else some want to think. It's actually pretty simple. We've seen plenty of times in the past where cars get more than two minutes to get those things fixed. In those cases, it's basically just circumstances and luck that lead to that extended time. Race directors are not sitting up in the tower telling infield officials to let certain guys keep working. And if you want to hear that for yourself, the radio communications can be picked up with any basic scanner. I don't do black helicopters and am more of a common sense and kind of Occam's razor guy myself, so don't expect me to push any of those conspiracy theories on this or any other platform that I run. Give me real evidence, and then we can have a discussion about whether or not this is real. In most cases, I'm going to write this stuff off. I, I'm, I'm not going to entertain these things. People have their biases. 
Uh, you know, they like certain drivers, they dislike certain drivers, they like certain series, they dislike certain series. And all of that stuff has to be taken into account when we start having these conversations. Over to some racing from last night, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series kicked off a four-race weekend with a stop at Florence Speedway. Josh Rice won this event one year ago, and he just decided to keep the party going last night, driving up from fifth to take the lead on lap 27 from Earl, uh, Earl Pearson Jr. Rice led the west of the way uh, for the $15,000 score. Ricky Thornton Jr. finished second after starting second, and Garrett Alberson was also on the podium. And after leading the first 26 laps, EPJ ended up out of the event when a rock went through their oil filter. Just terrible luck there and not the end those guys were looking for after leading what were their first laps of the season in Lucas competition. In the Lucas Championship standings, Brandon Shepard padded his lead just a little bit with Tim McCready now 45 points back. RTJ's second place finish bumped him to third over Tyler Erb with EPJ still in fifth. It's been a struggle for Herb as of late with only two top 10s in his past six races. That team was really good from uh, at the big, uh, big, very beginning of the season all the way through that race at 34 Raceway on May 22nd. In the 10 races since, though, they've only made nine features with an average finish of 11.8. They definitely have some work to do going forward to stay in this championship fight. Tonight, the series heads to Portsmouth Raceway Park where RTJ McCready and Jonathan Davenport were winners one year ago. And then Saturday and Sunday, they'll take on Muskegon County, where T-Mac and Turbo have picked up the previous two wins. The DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula like Shepard tonight, but I'm going to go RTJ. That team's been good lately, and he's won at Portsmouth before. You can watch uh, all weekend long on both MAV-TV Plus and Flow Racing. In PA Speed Week action at Hagerstown last night, Kyle Larson got outdueled again by Brent Marks. That was the second time this week. Larson led early, but Marks was able to get by in lap traffic on lap 23 and hold on over the final few laps for the win. It was Marks' third win of the week and eighth total for the year in the sprint car, and he continued to extend the Speed Week points lead over Anthony Macri, who finished in third. Larson settled for second at the end and is now done for the week. We will not see him at Williams Grove tonight with NASCAR on tap for the weekend on the road course up at Road America. Still three races left, though, to decide things for the Speed Week Championship tonight at the Grove. Uh, Saturday, they'll be back at Port Royal and then things in Sunday at Sealands Grove. Tonight's race is on uh, Dirt Vision from Williams Grove. Port Royal on Saturday is on Flow Racing and then Sealands Grove on Sunday on Sprint Car Unlimited.tv. So again, back and forth across the streaming services. Elsewhere, yesterday, we had a battle of the Titans in Modified Nationals action with Nick Hoffman keeping Mike Harrison at bay for the duration at Fayette County. Both guys have a ton of Modified Nationals wins and championships. It was Hoffman's ninth win in 11 races so far. On the Summer National side with the Leia models, Shannon Babb slipped by Billy Moyer Jr. in traffic on lap 14 and held off uh, Moyer, Brian Shirley, and Tanner English at the end to become the winningest driver in series history. His first Hell Tour win came in 1999, and now he's got 101 total victories. Bobby Pierce finished third and extended the points lead now over Shirley with stops at Paducah, Clarksville, and Lincoln coming up this weekend. And with the IRA last night at the Plymouth Dirt Track, Jake Newman led a bunch of the race from the outside pole, but late in the going, Bill Baylog ran him down and took the lead. Baylog drove on to the $5,000 win with Newman settling for second and Jake Blackhurst in third. It was a nice score for the 10-time IRA champion who was moonlighting with the series uh, uh, as he's a full-time All-Star regular now. NASCAR driver Chase Briscoe finished seventh after starting ninth. Jordan Goldsberry continues to maintain the IRA points lead with the next race coming up on July 15th at River Cities. In Super Dirt Car Series action on Thursday, Max McLaughlin picked up his first ever points-paying win with the series, getting by Justin Hares on lap 73 and leading the final few circuits. Hares and Matt Shepard joined him on the podium. That podium for Shepard 
and a 20th place finish for Matt Williamson should be enough for Shepard to now take the points lead uh, with the Super Dark Horse Series headed to Big Diamond on July 12th. Looking ahead to the weekend, if you're an open wheel fan, uh, we've got a bunch of races uh, to look forward to. Uh, We've got USAC at Lincoln Park for two nights. We've also got the World of Outlaws at Cedar Lake. Both have tight championship battles right now with Justin Grant leading Brady Bacon by just 11 on the USAC side and Carson Macedo only 12 back of Brad Sweet on the Outlaw side. Sweet's won five straight at Cedar Lake and is the favorite from the DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula, but I think that team continues to be a little bit down right now. I think this could be a good opportunity for somebody else to strike here. I'm going to pick Macedo tonight. But Sheldon Hoddenshield's also been fast lately, as we know, and he's won before at Cedar Lake. I would not count those guys out tonight or tomorrow. At Lincoln Park, we've had six different winners over the last seven races there, so things could be pretty wide open this weekend. The formula likes Logan Seavey. I'm going to go Brady Bacon. You can watch the Outlaws live as usual on Dervision while USAC streams are always on Flow Racing. In other racing coming up this weekend, the Short Track Super Series is at Fonda on Sunday for round number four of the North Region. The winner will bag $10,000. Uh, kind of like the Super Dirt Car Series, Matt Shepard leads Matt Williamson in the North Region standings. The ASCS National Tour has three stops coming up with Boone County on, uh, up, uh, on the schedule for tonight and then Joaquini on tap for Saturday and Sunday. Wayne Johnson is your current points leader over defending champion Blake Hahn. The series did announce today that upcoming races at Rocket and Jackson have been canceled because of a lack of tire inventory. The series continues to just be absolutely battered by the tire shortages and weather in 2022. And up north, our Shweekin Speedway is hosting the 16th annual Canadian Sprint Car Nationals tonight. 360 Sprint Cars racing for $10,000 to win. The track is located about 60 miles south of Toronto and is owned by Glenn Styers, who has done a lot for dirt racing and a lot for dirt racers. Uh, if you look at the 57 that Kyle Larson races often, you will see a GSR logo on the front nose wing. On the streaming services this weekend, we are well north of 100 shows. That includes Lucas on Flow and Mav, the World of Outlaws from Cedar Lake on Duravision, USAC on Flow, the Short Track Super Series. We've got the MLRA coming up, the Sprint Car Challenge Tour out in California, the ULMS has multiple shows up in Pennsylvania, the Summer Nationals, and a whole bunch more. To see the full daily streaming schedule through the weekend, head over to dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Enjoy the dirt racing weekend. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Don't forget to like this video and subscribe. That's an easy and free way to help me out. I've also got decals available, dirttracker.com slash decal and dirttracker.com slash big decal, excuse me. Uh, And if you want to get more dirt racing analytics, go check out Dirt Tracker Tracker Plus, uh, $4.99 a month or $49.99 a year. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in this week. It was a really fun week. Glad you guys came along for the ride. We'll be back on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily. 